Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. And today I am joined by one of my closest friends. He's definitely a part of my inner circle, that's for sure. He goes by the name of Akib Khan. I'm not sure how to introduce him because he does so many things. So <laughs> it's kind of hard to put this into words. But yeah, welcome Akib. Thank you. It would be interesting if uh, you could tell us a bit more about yourself as a lot of people that will be listening to this or maybe listening to this won't necessarily know. Try not to take the whole podcast just answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a shot, I'll give you a shot. Well, I'm a computer scientist. I'm a huge techie. Most of my work is within the tech realm. I have my own startup. Uh, I'm, I'm the CTO for, for a startup and this with two friends. And um, I'm all, I also am an aerospace engineer for Rolls-Royce, specifically within control systems. Um, yeah. Awesome. That didn't take the whole time of the podcast. I appreciate that very much. Thank you yeah, so much, Keith. Uh, I thought there's not, there's, not, there's not that much. No, we, 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 we know. We know there is a lot going on <laughs> behind the scenes and in the works. Yeah. But I think what I wanted to discuss today a bit was more around the impact of COVID-19 around the world and in all aspects of life right now. Obviously, the health uh, aspect of it has been massively affected and my heart goes out to all the people that have been affected in one way or another, not just in a health perspective, but also from any aspect in life. So my heart definitely goes out to everyone out there. And a message from me and I'm sure from Akib as well to everyone listening to this is that together we will definitely overcome this. So it's about staying strong. It's about unity. This is probably the most important time where positivity needs to be spreaded because there's been such a massive cloud of negativity that's come with COVID-19 that for sure... Positivity is what we need in the world. So definitely, together, we will get through this. I've written an article recently. The workforce landscape has changed. Remote working. And it was about how remote working is now the new wave. And when I say new wave, I don't necessarily mean it's something new. Because it's definitely been around for quite some time. But it was just a trend as opposed to a lifestyle. Or as opposed to something that is embraced heavily by companies. I wanted to know your thoughts on that. Well, well, first off, I I agree. Together is definitely the way to beat this. One aspect in terms of togetherness here, just uh, just a little side note, is uh, the fact that this is the first time in history that scientists from around the world have gotten together in order to research and try to find a cure, or just in pursuit of a one particular research study or a a goal. And that's that's quite amazing, to be honest. If we could do that for larger problems such as environmental and even solving the great mysteries of the universe, then I, th- I think we, as a human, as humanity, would get quite far. But uh, there's uh, quite a few logistics involved in terms of actually getting everyone to work together, governmental and so on and so forth. If you, but, think, uh, if you think back to like history times where there was like wars going on, and it was countries against countries, and it was multiple enemies and stuff. And now you look back to now and it's like everyone's come together to beat this one invisible enemy. I agree with you, that is totally unheard of. Yeah, it depends on how far back you want to go. But regardless of that, no matter how far back you go, even if you go back to Nordic times, the evil Renaissance in Italia, Florence, wherever wherever you go around the world, the Russians, well, the Rus and America colonization, everywhere you go, there has been war. Uh, there's it's internal disagreements, battles, plundering, pillaging, 
so on and so forth. But yeah, it is the first time that the world has actually, it's, it's nice to see people getting together. And the way humanity has actually reacted overall, it, it's been one of the positives. As much as there aren't many positives out of Corona. <laughs> but yeah, if, if there was, if you were to look at it from an optimistic standpoint, then um, that would be one of them. You've got to look at the bright side of things. And I think going back to remote working, I feel as if that is a positive aspect uh, of it, which is why I w- wanted to gather your thoughts about remote working. What's your, mm-hmm. what's, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, so you said trend. Rem- uh, as it is, the way trends work, they kind of spike in certain times. That's essentially what remote working, what has happened with remote working. It was apparent, it, within, especially within tech, it was, it was on the up. There was a lot of people, there were, uh, there's a lot of sites out there now that um, actually provide you with remote working jobs. You have Indeed, Pocket Jobs, etc. On top of that, um, a lot of companies were implementing remote working within their infrastructures. However, uh, it wasn't completely acceptable. Uh, people did want you in the office all the time. And uh, in, in most cases, if you were able to go to an office, they would want you there. They wouldn't really allow too much of the whole remote working three, five, three to five days a week even though some of us probably did it, <laughs> but <laughs> let's not go there. And with Corona hitting, essentially like a trend, it just spiked and it, it became popular. And it became popular because it was forced to become popular. They that, had no other choice. That is the point right. I, I wanted to get to. It, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. In a way, it's a shame. Because you look at it, before everything that's happening right now happened, companies a lot of them were embracing it i'm not saying they weren't but there was also a lot more that wasn't a fan of it because of maybe perhaps the old-fashioned and old-school mentality of i only believe my employees can be productive only at work in the physical office and nowhere else and this is not to criticize anyone that has thought about it that way because for a long time we've carried our work that way but times have changed and we need to change with the times. And I just feel like remote working is a positive in this whole situation in the sense that it allows companies to finally open their eyes to how productive employees can be. You're saving commute time. You're not as disturbed as often because you're not in your office surrounded by loads of people where you normally go for a coffee break every five minutes or so on and so forth. You you, you get more time and... Probably employees will probably put even more time than the usual because they don't. They've saved so much time in commute. They probably even invest that time if they if they wanted to. So there's there's a lot of good stuff that comes from it. It's just like I said, the shame of it was that it took a global pandemic to capitalize remote working as a thing. Well, you say that with the way remote working was going, from my view, a lot of people wanted it to be used as a tool where. If you want to work from home, you can work from home. If you want to go into the office, you can go into the office. It's completely your choice. So you don't have to actually inform anyone and tell them that you're working from home or um, work from the office as it wouldn't make a difference. Unless, of course, you have meetings on the day. That would kind of change things a little bit. But even so, we have Zoom nowadays, Skype. Every company has something internal. They're useful meetings as companies work uh, globally. And as a result, it's, it's made life so much easier for remote working. But we definitely, the way the companies were going, in, especially in the tech scene, the tech scene is actually a lot more advanced than every other industry, pretty much. Manufacturing, there are certain, of course, you have to consider those um, roles out there that 
you can't remote work, uh, such as manufacturing. I mean, if you're working for a for say Volkswagen, and you work, you're in the manufacturing department, you're not exactly going to make body parts in your garage, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so you can't. There are certain, yeah, you can't do it for all jobs, but uh, within tech, it was always apparent. You, we would have taken longer to accept and embrace remote working for sure, five, ten years minimum to embrace remote working in the way that we've done it now. So there is always an opportunity cost for every situation, and this is just an example. Yeah, well, of it. well it's it's essentially it's a similar to the way humans work. I guess I mean it is humans making the decision for remote working. So it, certain humans don't do things until they are actually pushed into or forced within into a certain position in order to take action and do something. And that's just the way people are, I guess. It's just the way we, we're all wired. It's it's the reactive maybe, approach. Maybe not all. Reactive approach against proactive approach. And this can spark a whole another discussion. So maybe it's not a, the best idea to get into it too much, <laughs> especially this with us too. But it is a, a question of people are so used to reacting to a problem as opposed to proactively acting on it. And that's when stuff like this happens. Something like this could have happened five mm-hmm. years ago and every company or most of them would have been ready for situations unpredictable like this. Good example of it, GitLab. GitLab doesn't have a physical mm-hmm. office. They've been a company that's been remote working from the very get-go. They have over like a thousand employees. They have more than a thousand employees all over the world. They fully remote from the get-go. They, are, they don't have a physical office. They have a, a, a mailbox. That's it. So... It, it, it is one of those things where companies like GitLab, for example, I don't think they had as much of an issue in terms of adjusting themselves to remote working because they were already doing that right. from the get-go. Um, but yeah, companies overall have been affected. Loads of businesses have been affected by this from a very negative standpoint. The the layoffs... Yeah, the, um, there's, yeah there's, there's, when it comes to Corona in general, there's quite a few views, quite a few variables that were affected. Of course, environmental, economical being some of the, well, economical being the largest, I'd say. Mental health is quite huge within mm-hmm. people. Yeah, Individuals have definitely been affected in a large way. Um, communities, societies been affected. The societal ramifications of corona right now are immense and they will continue to grow. Even once everything has begun to like simmer down a little bit, the ramifications will exist for at least a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. people touching you know germophobia etc it's a major issue mm-hmm. for sure i think like the layoffs um, has been was been the sad one of the saddest apart from the health aspect of course with which we've mentioned and we've given our hard message to everyone on that but layoffs have also been something that have just been mm-hmm. crazy luckily there's governments doing the job retention scheme also known as furlough at least in the uk it's known as the furlough and that has somewhat eased up things in the sense that you don't necessarily, as an employer, you don't necessarily need to fire your employees. You could put them on a furlough well, scheme. You, you'd think that. And for example, the furlough schemes with the government, they provide quite a lot of um, money for companies to furlough the employees. And there's a lot of, even for startups. Do you, want to, uh, startups. do you want to explain what the furlough is for people that may be listening to this that don't know what it is? Yeah, so um, it's essentially um, allowing gives the business and the ability to furlough their employees, which they, means they don't have to fire them, but the employees will be taking a reduced pay for a period of time. It's three weeks and then it's extended and uh, reviewed and extended and so on and so forth up until September and October, which is it's decided by the government. 
and they will pay for the companies the wages at a reduced rate usually around by 80 percent mm-hmm. for most individuals but that that's that's the thing is the economy has been hit so hard that it's actually not enough we work we workers dropped in valuation all the way to 2.9 billion it's crazy. from 43 bill as, uh, as of last year january oh, yeah january 2019 that's a that's work, a massive uh, massive they, drop yeah <clears throat> they lost their funding round quite a bit in um december uh well sorry public they didn't go through and uh yeah since then they've just been going downhill i think and now with corona just made everything worse i think the thing with obviously all these companies that have been put in the position because of COVID-19 to do things like this. A lot of the times, and it's not just with this, but it's in life generally, it's not just about what you do, it's how you do it. And a great example of that in this context would be the CEO of Airbnb, Brian. I'm not sure if you've heard, but unfortunately, they had to let go of 25% of their workforce which is a lot. That's a fourth, that's 1,900 uh, employees who were, had to be let go. Massive number as well. Obviously, I don't know much about the details, uh, but there's a lot of information that I've seen and I've read. The way Brian done it was remarkable from a CEO perspective. He wrote a letter that explained that, first of all, you're not the problem. It's the circumstances that we're in. He showed understanding in that letter. That it's a long letter. Um, I'm sure you can Google it and, and check some, some bits and bobs about it. He showed compassion and empathy for the situation. He also let them keep their company laptops. There was a lot of things that were done uh, in when letting go um, 1,900 employees. It's not hard. I don't think there's any easy... It's, um, it's not easy. That's what I meant, sorry. I don't think there's any easy way of doing it or any nice way of doing it. And I think Brian just found the best possible way of, of, of doing it. And I think, you know, like I said, definitely check it out if you haven't, because I think it's a great example of how companies can, if put in an unfortunate position like that, react or act upon it. Um, people have emotions and feelings, and you have to consider those. Even though people might understand why something is happening, it's nice to just have that little extra bit of um, certainty and just, just put it in there just just put them show a little bit of empathy really mm-hmm. and you spoke about something that's quite interesting in, in the sense that it's at the end of the day it's people's emotions and it leads back to the whole mental mental health uh, situation mm-hmm. and it's one of the things that i was thinking about recently and it's just really it makes me sad to think that the current lockdown and quarantine and just the whole situation currently happening on at a global scale has possibly contributed to increasing uh, mental healthness um, which is obviously uh, mental illness which is obviously not great and layoffs is a good example of stuff that can affect you mentally uh, and emotionally mm-hmm. being on lockdown mode is also one of those things where even for for us like I'm sure everyone could relate to this where you feel sort of boxed in and trapped and maybe mentally trapped I guess and that's where things start to go wrong when it's and, and especially like I said at the beginning, a cloud of negativity right now above everyone, which is why spreading positivity is like very important. Like I said, it makes me sad to sort of think and hear about how mental illness has gone up, unfortunately. Well, to put things into perspective, there are 856,000 approximately jobs lost already worldwide. 
That's quite a lot of jobs. How many was that, sorry? 856,000. And about, I'd say 20%, 25% maybe. I'm, I might be wrong on that. Uh, 15% maybe, perhaps, is um, within the tech industry. Are within the tech industry. Perhaps even more, actually. So that's, that's quite a lot of uh, jobs. And it's not only... Uh, when it comes to the lockdown, it's not only the, the jobs being lost, it's also the fact that people that do have jobs but are unable to go to work. And some may not have savings and whatnot. Uh, as a result, they don't really have the means to feed their families or they don't have enough runway for the next few months and they need to start working. There are a lot of um, causes and a lot of charities and a lot of initiatives around that trying to, like I said, the whole back, back to spreading positivity. There's a lot of work volunteering work community service a lot of charities initiatives um, into helping feed families into helping people that need it the most there's a lot of things going on of course the whole world is suffering right now it was good to see that some positive initiatives like this are being spread around the world and it goes back to also like the impacts of social media I'm not sure if you want to touch upon that today yeah as, as you were as you were speaking that's exactly what popped into my head um there the, the impacts so, so when it comes to corona itself the only news that you can spread is updates on corona and if there's a vaccine or not like i said with scientists around the world everyone's kind of getting close and figuring it out there's also um there's there's been quite a few studies into vitamin d uh, there's uh, dr dr ronda patrick i think it was she did a few studies on vitamin d and she found that there are a few there there is a correlation there she found that the those who actually ingested or took vitamin D, they were less likely to actually contract corona hmm. uh, kind of thing. And that, that was quite impressive. But besides all of that, the only other thing that could put a smile on people's faces, and I, I guarantee it has, is social media. The world has essentially gotten together and banded together through social media. The meme space <laughs> is completely is ridiculous right now. Uh, it was ridiculous in the beginning. And it's it's still it's still going. The creativity of individuals to this day astounds me. I am I am so amazed at what the humans are capable of. You are put into a single situation and confined within the the walls of your house, and the amount of creativity you can spark through that. I can guarantee there's so many people out there, thousands, that have found a new form of creativity within themselves. Probably didn't even know they had, and that's a that's a beautiful thing. Uh, to come out of this thing. This, so, yeah, look this at podcast the, uh, is the positive, an example of that. This podcast yeah, is a yeah. pure example of that. <laughs> uh, you see the way TikTok went viral as well. But they're already on the run for that. And then yeah. after it, now it's been, you know, just amazing how everyone's on that TikTok vibe. It, it, it's, it's, it's incredible. And the memes, I, I agree with you. The memes have is what's keeping me going through this lockdown, if I'm being honest. It's one of those incredible situations where, you know, the world's going to one of the possibly worst situations we've had in, in our lifetime. I can't speak for everyone, right? But in our lifetime, and it's just pretty incredible to see what we've come to in terms of entertainment, memes. The world has definitely decided that we we got this horrible situation, but we are trying to shed the light and see the the what can we make a bit of humor with it, put a, 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 a smile on people's face. So shout out to all the memes pages in that sense. Well, yeah, um, putting a smile on people's faces was definitely one of the driving motives. But I I I'd wager to guess that the 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 ultimate driving mo- the motive here was 
e-complement, just the boredom of humanity. People got so bored that they, they didn't have anything else to do, so they tapped into that creative aspect of themselves and they surprised themselves. Despite As a result, you ended up with yeah creativity levels. So creativity levels have spiked for sure on all on all different huh. aspects massively. Yeah, n- not just memes. I'm talking we when it comes to videography, cinematography. I've seen some great works come out right now. Visual effects, some amazing pieces by so many different uh, individuals. Music industry. Uh, music. Yeah. Oh, Tory Lanez. <laughs> uh, he murdered the scene. I have to say. Um, <laughs> the play that, that the game he played on that end I'll be honest I'll I'd be honest you, uh, it was you it, capitalized yeah it was impressive but I think if this is my opinion of course I think at the start when Tory Lane sort of took over with the quarantine radio and everything I think he was doing it out of fun for himself like you said it was out of being bored and it was just something that he was putting out whilst having fun that was a fun thing for him but then I feel as if he then after realized the power of what he had just stumbled upon and then he capitalized on it and then he started dropping music and now he's a free agent and everything and it's amazing because you'd expect the upcoming artists to be trying to capitalize and i'm sure some of them are but tory lanes was definitely one of the people that i have to give i have to give props to him when it comes to tory now i i can see where you're coming from although i would wager to guess that he in fact knew what he was doing all along. You think so? I say that because he was, yeah, because one, he he was planning to leave his label from the beginning. It wasn't something that just came about came about in Corona. It's something he's been waiting to do for a very long time. Yeah, he was he was locked release. in. He was locked in. Yeah, yeah. And before Tory jumped on the quarantine radio, there were a few other people that jumped onto the scene and started doing lives. And, and stuff, and I, I, I think he, he saw that this is actually working, and I could spin it in a different manner, in order to to do something something amazing here, and that's exactly what he did with the quarantine radio. Mm-hmm. No, of course, he got enough. kicked out a few times, and then there's of course he like he lost his crown to Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> let's not let's not get into that. Uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely broke the internet. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Definitely is, broke uh, the internet, but I want to. To do, to do address that creativity levels, I agree with you, have spiked. Like, I've never seen it before. And like you said, it's not just memes, mm-hmm. it's everything. Music, um, this podcasting, videography, cinema, everything that, every industry possible. Even science. Even, yeah, even science, 100%. Yep. It's spiked in a massive, massive way. There's there's little positives. Like, it's, like we said in the beginning, there's always an opportunity for something. And there, there, there are little positives. I do, I do uh, think that we will hopefully come out of these victorious and hopefully soon enough. And that until then, we just have to uh, take it day by day. That is the best we can do is take yeah. it day by day. Because that's, that's what you, we, we work with. There's also the, one of the greatest, um, greatest, one of the positives that, that actually come through, come out of this whole pandemic is um, we've actually given Mother Earth a, a little break. Yeah. Uh, from our incessant toxics, uh, gases and whatnot. These uh, carbon dioxide levels are actually quite, they dropped quite, quite a bit. I'm not sure what the figure is exactly, but I can actually find out somehow. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. technology as well, but we'll get into that. Right, um, so it says here, daily emissions of the greenhouse gas plunged 17% by 
quite early April compared to compared with 2019 levels. So, um, according to the first definitive study of uh, global carbon output this year, that's that's pretty good. So CO2 emissions by 17%. That's yeah, that's that's great. We might have just added on a few years to the lifespan of the earth mm-hmm. because the environment is is one real problem right now. Yeah, yeah. something mm-hmm. that needs the attention of the entire world together to resolve. And I, I'd say this was a good first step. I mean, now we know that we can work together, right? As a result, perhaps we can work together a bit more in the future. Yeah, after this, project. 100%. I think it'll be an eye-opener for and a wake-up call for a lot, a lot of us um, in the sense that we can achieve so much more together. I was thinking that technology as well has had yeah. a, an impact in the sense that like, you're seeing so many companies right now putting out new features or doing initiatives. I don't know if you've heard of the Code Academy initiative that they've done uh, or that they do, they're still doing it, which is basically for every... And for, for those people listening that don't know what Code Academy is, Code Academy is an online e-learning platform to teach you how to code and to teach you how to program and how to own some of those development and web development skills. And they're an amazing uh, platform. I've used it for years. And they recently launched this initiative where for every membership that gets bought, they will donate five. And I'm talking about premium memberships, right? Because you can have a free account. You can have your normal free account, but they have premium membership which comes with premium content. And for every membership that you that a user buys, they will donate other five memberships. And that is incredible. And they're doing it for 100,000 people that have been affected or impacted by this so they can have access to coding education and learn new skills because coding is a good skill to have. And it's amazing, you know. I think that is such a noble cause. 100,000 premium memberships to provide with coding education to anyone who's been impacted by this. Amazing. Yeah, I'd, I'd say um, coding you meant, is definitely a skill that is a must. It's a necessity in life. Right? If you don't know how to code already, I, I highly recommend you go and pick up a language and start coding. If you want to take it easy, of, of course, you have the object-oriented approaches and whatnot. But one of the easiest languages to learn is, in fact, PHP. Uh, uh, I'm not going to actually say how long it would, t- how long it would take to, to learn it, but uh, I'll it, dis- it depends I'll on disagree. your skills. And your, I'll disagree with that, to your be problem fair. Solving. <laughs> I'll, I'll disagree. What, 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 what would you say is the easiest language to learn? Right now, Python, for sure. Right now, so Python. Python has the oh yeah I'm, I'm Python JavaScript because they don't have stuff like data types. So and obviously this is getting a bit right, too techy right. right now, but because they don't have ta- data types, that's why you see yeah. Python being taught in schools. Yeah. So you know, loads of uh, uh, young kids they know Python. I don't know Python. That's that's amazing. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, well, uh, it'll, it'll be quite useful, especially if those people decide to go into uh, AI. Artificial intelligence, oh, uh, machine learning, neural nets. That's so, the future. That is the future right now. Yeah. 100%. That is that's definitely is the future. It's uh, where I've been refocusing a few of my efforts as well. And yeah, I, I think it definitely is the future. But I'm, I say PHP simply because I, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't really find any language difficult to learn in terms of programming languages, simply because I, I personally feel if you if you understand the actual core concepts, and the logic behind everything you're doing, and you're just generally a decent problem solver, then the the syntax doesn't really matter. You quite easily jump between languages without even without even having to put in too much work. It would probably take an extra day or maybe maximum a week of work, for sure, just to pick up on the syntax. But even then, it's earning the foundations. The concepts, yeah, concepts, foundations. Yeah. You get that, you you'll yeah. be running in 
in no time. That, that, yeah, that's one one little piece of advice uh, I'd actually give to anyone who's in university right now or uh, anyone who's um, looking to get into programming is learn the core concepts. Learn your software engineering principles. Learn data structures <laughs> and, just, and just get nail the actual concepts of programming. Once you understand those, once you actually understand how arrays work, how collections work and how how to do different things, you, you, you how loops, how, how to, when to implement a loop, when to use an array. Um, at that point, you will actually realize that no matter what language you fall into, the first portion is learning the syntax, and that doesn't really take that long. Uh, after that, it's straightforward. Mm-hmm, 100%. So yeah, nail your concepts, and I, I promise you, that, that's something that'll take you through your entire career. Diving back no to what diving back to the the early early conversation we we're having, and I totally agree with you on this one as well. Diving in earlier, a lot of companies dropping a lot of features. You got GitLab, GitHub, and even now more remote working tools are picking up the pace. Zoom obviously has been building a solid company and foundation for a very long time. People will say Zoom's gone viral. Maybe that is true, but Zoom has been around for time and they have been building a consistent solid foundation of microsoft uh, teams slack sorry go on sorry uh, what are you using right now we're using zoom hey. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to zoom <laughs> that's funny uh, microsoft teams yeah. slack every every and you, you see like companies like jira uh, sorry uh, tulassian right Monday.com as well. Monday, yeah. Trello, which is now part of Atlassian uh, from, I don't know when yeah. the deal was signed, but it was... Uh, it was, uh, yeah. It was, it was a while ago, but these companies are amazingly picking up the pace in the features and in, in improving that whole remote working experience. As we know, and I'm sure you'll agree to this, even after we overcome this together and there's a vaccine for it, hopefully sometime soon, fingers crossed, but even after the sort of the situation has been controlled in a way, I don't think it'll be the same, or I don't think it'll come back to normal for a very, very long time. It'll take. Yeah. There will be like a post-lockdown effect, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, one a nice thing I'd like to apply here is uh, or use a little statement is um, we may have won the battle, but we haven't won the war yet, and it's the war that we need to win, and the war comes after. It will be the, the effects of corona on the economy, on, on the people. It will be economy and people that, that are the main main effects, and, and those are the ones we have to overcome. It's going to take a couple of years, I'd say. It's, it's the bounce back. Once everything begins to get back to normal towards the end of the year, it, it's going to take some time, and that's the main part where we'll have to um, just ride it through I'd and say, survive. I'd say after, after a vaccine has been found and we're now in control, mm which is something that we're trying to do right now. We're trying to get on top. We're trying to get the control of this. Once that happens, I'd like to be a bit more optimistic and maybe a bit more realistic. Uh, I think uh, two years will be like that time frame where it'll be like a phased, smooth transition to normal life in all aspects, in every single aspect. You're talking about education, schools, every single aspect. I think it'll be a phased approach within a two-year time frame. And I'm not saying this is like a government approach. I'm saying worldwide, subconsciously, that will be the approach. I, I believe that, anyways. And I may be wrong. I, I hope yeah. it can be sooner than that. <laughs> uh, yes. let's, let's be honest. So, Me and you are not going to be going to any club anytime soon. 
Well, uh, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> but but uh, I, I do see everything getting back to normal towards mostly towards mid 2021. Yeah, I have my I hopes. Is, is when it's gonna happen, unless we have a wave two. And a lot of people need to be made aware of a potential wave two. Not not many people actually are aware of that. And it's happened in the past, and we should learn from the past from the mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. If if you if everyone starts going about their daily life um, as restrictions are eased, then um, you can be done. Well, sure, we're going to hear another wave two of Corona towards December. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. That's because something I have belief that people have opened their eyes to how serious this is. People have seen or oh, I just. You know, it's it's a, it's an interesting discussion to have. I know, I'm, but I'm very optimistic. I'm 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 when it comes to humans, I'm very very optimistic. I 100%. mean, hundred percent. I, I yeah, they will astound you. you. We can we can do so much, and humans don't we don't we don't even know what we're capable of. And so this is that's why when it when it just comes down to people in general, I, I will always be optimistic. I'm hoping that people listen and um, they do just just see it through for another month or two and then as things slowly begin to get back to normal you'll find there'll be no way to but uh it, it's it only takes one right and you saw the whole 5g conspiracy it took one and that thing just blew out of proportion so snow snowball effect so, and i'll be honest yeah i yep. i am optimistic as well we will beat this together that's a fact it's only together that we will beat this and a lot of positivity, a lot, a lot of kindness spreading it. A lot of my heart, and I'm sure yours as well, goes out to everyone that's uh, been affected in one way or another. Hopefully, this can light up your day a bit. <laughs> Having me and Akib talking about stuff, you know, we've we've had a good run today. I think that leaves me with the last question for today. Akib, what's up and what's next for you? Oh, what's next for me? I've had a, a realization throughout this whole, um, a revelation, if you will, throughout this <laughs> pandemic. Uh, okay, whilst I've been in isolation, my uh, my days consist of walking. I, I usually hit around about 10,000 steps a day. And during those times, I either jump on phone calls with friends and just have discussions, one of which you have joined, and or just listen to a podcast. Uh, as a result, and plus with all the time, not that I had, time before but uh with all the time that i've just created for myself i've, I've kind of taken a little switch in fields and i'm taking the more um artificial intelligence route now as opposed to anything else like i said earlier and we you agree it's the future there's so much that can be done within that space to actually make any actual you've seen the movie her right i'm a, I'm a disappointed i'm a disappointed you here <laughs> no. it's essentially it's, a, it's essentially an agi system where with a a form of consciousness and something like that we don't even understand what consciousness is at the moment in life no one really knows what consciousness is there's a few theories out there but not nothing definitive the main popular two are consciousness is one within yourself computations within the mind which create your consciousness and then you have consciousness as an external kind of like a cloud and you're connected to it mm-hmm. but yeah like a, th- those are just theories in terms of actually understanding you can be rest assured that it's uh, nothing, no one knows anything about consciousness. Not much, anyway. So you're exploring and, new um, fields, right? That's that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. You're exploring new fields, you're expand, expanding your horizons, you gaining knowledge yeah. on different areas that you, you normally wouldn't because of how your daily life is. Is that is that correct? No, well, yeah. 
I, I don't really uh, consider variables I can't control. I'm sure that if one way or another, I would have ended up on this route. Okay, yeah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. With 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 the startup and whatnot, and then there's the the startup being a city of a, of a startup. I can tell you that the start the industry has been affected quite quite largely, and our startup is within the uh, health sector. Within more specifically to do with the aesthetics, and um, you can see the problem there. Not many people are getting touched. Although we're hoping for like a little booming effect, whereby mm-hmm. when things begin to get back to normal, as people haven't actually been getting their fillers done and whatnot for quite some time, they would have dissolved. Uh, as a result, people will be coming back to get fillers again, and we'll see. We'll see what happens on that end. Mm-hmm. Do you want to plug in but, the socials uh, for the company? So, uh, if anyone out there is industry, uh, interested in getting any form of filler, we do. Lips, anti-wrinkle, dermal, and uh, nose rhinoplasty. Handle for Instagram is fvce underscore uk, and the website is fvce.co.uk, which is essentially just face.co.uk. Uh, mm-hmm. And what's your personal um, personal handles, if you want to give them up as well, if people want to reach out to you? Oh, right, yeah, my personal handles are um, Akib Khan, which is A-K-E-E-B-K-A-H-N, on Instagram, Twitter, which I've recently jumped into. Twitter is great, by the way. Yeah. If you if you're already on Twitter, yeah, the thing's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm already on that yeah. wave since a long time. Awesome. It's been amazing having you here today, Keeb. I really appreciate it. Like I said in the beginning, one of my closest mates right now. Hopefully that keeps for a while. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't change anytime soon. <laughs> it's, okay. been, it's been great having you here. I'm sure we'll have you here again at some, some point in the future. For everyone out there, once again, we're sending our hearts to anyone affected let's spread more positivity let's spread more kindness we we can beat this together i think that's the ultimate message for today if you've enjoyed today's episode then please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next